new, 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 new. All right, this is the big uh, Raspberry Pi Pico, Raspberry Pi RP2040 powered Adafruit family of boards. We have ones ready to go pretty much out of the gate. Yes. So let's uh, let's, let's start right Let's jump right, right into it. Okay, so we've got the new RP2040 based boards in. So we're going to start with the Raspberry Pi Pico. Uh, so the Pico is the name of the board and the RP2040 is the name of the chip. Uh, and this is the board we've got. It's a low-cost microcontroller board that is designed to run MicroPython and also runs CircuitPython really well. At the time of uh, this video, there's no Arduino core, but the Arduino Foundation says they're going to add a core for it. So that's going to be really cool. You can get it either as a bare board. So, um, sorry, go back one. There you go. As a bare board, and it comes with, like, no headers. Like, you plug it in and you can use it, but it basically only has, like, a bootloader button, a crystal, power supply, and LED. It's, like, really bare bones. Or you can get the version with headers. Um, why would you want headers? You gotta plug it into a breadboard so you can wire up LEDs and sensors and potentiometers and screens and all that good stuff. Uh, so uh, you'll have to solder it in yourself. We don't have them pre-soldered, but it's pretty easy work. Um, and if you have a soldering iron, you can get going. So this is the Pico. It's got 40 pins on each side. About a quarter of them are I'm going to zoom in just Oh, goodness. Quick. I wanted to see if you can see, you can the, logo. see the little Raspberry Pi logo on there. There you go. Barely. It's, it's lasered on. Um, you've got the Crystal uh, SWD debug port, so you can debug code. Um, the chip itself, which is a dual Cortex-M0 Plus um, with 264 kilobytes of RAM, so tons of RAM. And for flash memory, it's actually all stored on this external flash chip which is two megabytes. There's a boot select button. Uh, what's cool about this board is when you plug it into USB, if you have the boot select button held down, it'll pop up into a UF2 bootloader, which we love. We've always liked these UF2 bootloaders could just drag and drop new firmware onto them. Um, and then uh, once you've done that, you just uh, unplug and replug it and it'll pop up in MicroPython, CircuitPython, C code, what have you. Really powerful new chip. We have a lot more details on the website if you want all the specifications. The documentation is great, and on the bottom, you have all the pins labeled. So lots of GPIO, tons of them. Whole thing runs at 3.3 volts. There's three analog inputs uh, and lots of ground pins and like a power supply section as well if you want to um, you know, enable or disable the power supply and all that stuff. So this is really cool. We got a bunch of Picos in. If they're out of stock, uh, please sign up. We're getting more and more uh, in every day. Uh, we just have to prep them up, get them barcoded into the shop. Yeah. But we didn't stop there. Yeah, we have some coming soon. Uh, and these are the coming soon portions. So sign up right away. Even with the Picos, um, you know, I, we did an early morning announcement. We put some in stock and then we only ship what we have and ready to go. And then right. we put more in stock. Um, some places, they'll let you place orders and they never ship it or it'll take maybe weeks or months. We only ship what we have. So when you sign up and you get a notification, you place the order. Or if you just place an order, that means we're shipping it. So um, the following things, uh, sign up because when we get them in, we will then ship it out. So the first up. Okay, we've got um, this Getting Started with a MicroPython book. Uh, this beautifully detailed and illustrated book has everything you need to get started with MicroPython. Uh, blinking LEDs, reading buttons, sensors, making piezos beep, even talking to LCD screens and NeoPixels. It's like a full featured book. Uh, you can also download the PDF, but if you'd like to pick up a paper copy, because you're, you're one of those paper copy book reading type people, sign up and uh, we have a bunch on order. And when we get them, 
you can follow along with uh, electronics you can buy from Adafruit. All right. Then we have um, two new boards. Uh, we have a lot more on the way, but this is the first of many. Okay. So uh, this is the Itsy Bitsy. So we wanted to make something that was, uh, you know, pin compatible with our existing Itsy Bitsy board. So this is our prototype. Um, it's a single-sided board, and everything is just kind of, it's kind of like what you saw on the Pico, but just really squished down. Uh, we added a reset button. Um, there is, a, you can use our LiPo backpack if you need to. There's a NeoPixel built in. But it's basically just a really small version of the Pico that is pin compatible with our other itsy bitsy boards like the M0 and the M4. All right. And it comes with a, a micro USB, just like our other itsy bitsies. We want to keep that consistent. Uh, the bottom's going to have some cool silk screen. Again, this is just a prototype, uh, but it does work. Okay, so after the itsy, um, the other board that we've got going on is a feather. People yeah. know us for our feather boards. We've been doing feather. It's kind of the star this week because when folks look at the Pico, they're like, oh, man, you know, I want, like, a connector. I want battery charging. I want USB-C. And we're like, that's why this is a cool ecosystem because we can use the RP2040 and then bring it to a familiar um, form factor. Um, also, SparkFun has a uh, feather-shaped RP that they're working on as well. So, like, this is this is what we see Lots when of options. new chips come out. We have a feather. Okay. So, let's go back one. We'll talk about all the stuff on this board. Uh, so, you've got the USB-C uh, for our feathers. We're trying to make all our feathers come with USB-C now. Uh, the battery port at top, so you can plug in a LiPo battery and also charge it uh, with a built-in battery charger. We've got the reset button and the bootloader button, so it's kind of nice. You can uh, reset the board easily without having to unplug it. Built-in NeoPixel power supply. In the middle, there is an SWD port, so this chip can be uh, debugged with SWD, and um, a lot of people, when they are doing SWD uh, programming or debugging, they use like a, a J-Link or SWD link or whatever, and it has a standard 2x5 um, connector, so we have a spot so you can solder on your own. A lot of people aren't going to need this, but if you do need it, it's really great to have it. Uh, then uh, in the kind of middle right, there's the Pico. You can really see the logo nicely uh, uh, shown in this photo. Um, some flash memory. It's going to probably come with four megabytes of memory um, just because it's sharing the memory of the runtime with the file system, so you need a little bit more than two megabytes, we think. Uh, that bootloader button and a STEMI QT connector uh, and all the pins you know and love. The analog pins are brought out and we made sure that the non-peripheral pins, like not SPI, not I2C, all the pins at the top uh, from 13 to 5, even though they're labeled 5, 6, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, the underlying GPIO pins are um, eight in a row. They're all consecutive and that's important if you're using PIO, which is the uh, built-in kind of state machine system that the Pico uses to do uh, fast protocol manipulation and bit banging. Um, it works best when all the pins are uh, in a row because it kind of does manipulations on pins and it's like the next pin after this, set it to one or two. So having them in a row is going to make it easier for people to do really cool um, demos with the PIO on the feather. Okay. And then we have both boards here. Let's check them out. Okay. So um, this is the Pico as we showed you and then this is the Pico with headers. So uh, have it here on a um, breadboard just to show. It is actually, what's funny is, it looks huge, but it's actually the same size almost as a feather. Um, it's a little bit narrower, uh, and it doesn't have, like the mounting holes are, are inset, um, but otherwise it's, it's very similar to um, the feather size you know and love. So a half-size breadboard gives you a little bit of space. Need more space, get a full-size breadboard. Then the Itsy, which is going to be like so much smaller and cuter. 
So this is the ITSY board that we've got. Um, we're gonna finish bringing this up and uh, get this ready for manufacture as soon as chips are available. And then of course, uh, our star of the show is the feather, which uh, what I love is just you can plug in I squared C to uh, over the stomach QT port. I've got an OLED here and a uh, BME 680. And I'm just using the built-in um, capability of CircuitPython to print to the OLED just whatever's on the REPL. So here I'm, I'm literally just print temperature and it prints out the temperature. So I don't need to do a whole user interface or worry about where the text is located on the OLED. It just works. And um, we've got a lot of functionality in CircuitPython. We're adding more and more. We just merged in CircuitPython support for the RP2040 like last night. And we're doing a release like today or tomorrow. So um, if you have a Pico or you, you know, or you're making your own custom hardware, check out CircuitPython. Um, Display IO works and we've got analog in working and PWM, I squared C and SPI, and we're adding more and more support every day. All right, and that's new products. New, 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 new.